Welcome to Ageless by Rescue. This podcast is devoted to exploring the science of rejuvenation, uncovering the most trusted experts, the must-have products, innovations, and technology in the field of vitality, aesthetics, new beauty, and cosmetic enhancement. Anthony Nader is a Sydney-based hairdresser and editorial stylist. Anthony has drawn upon his love of fashion, creativity, and hairstyling to carve a niche as one of Australia's most respected and in-demand hairstylists. His passion and love for his craft has earned him a long list of awards and accomplishments and a celebrity clientele, including working his magic backstage at New York Fashion Week's most talked-about shows, such as Marc Jacobs and Coach, with celebrities and models such as Gigi Hadid. In Australia, Anthony has cemented his position as an industry leader, the man behind the ultra-chic Raw Anthony Nader flagship salon in Sydney, Surrey Hills, and the just-launched Love Thy Nader hair care and styling brand to coincide with the 25th anniversary of the salon. In this episode, Anthony speaks with me passionately about the transformative power of hair and how we can really look years younger with the right style and cut. He shares his insights on how a good cut, colour and style can be as anti-aging and life-affirming as any aesthetic procedure. When we find and evolve our crown and glory to suit our face shape, lifestyle and personal brand, the world shines a little brighter, we walk a little taller and our self-esteem soars. It's not a coincidence that we refer to things as good hair days. We also talked about the changing needs of our hair as we age and the effect of hormones, stress and lifestyle on hair and scalp health. I think hair is is the total being of of anyone, really. Um, I mean, I've been doing this now for thirty years, and and I'm all about, you know. I think we, you know, we we're just talking before about it. Really, is a journey about working out your hair, and you know, when you're young, you don't appreciate, you know what texture you've got or how you can deal with the texture, how you can tame the texture. And, you know, when you and I grew up, um, you know, all those years ago, we, you know, back then it was all about, you know, that Japanese hair straightening, which just tortured the life out of, oh, I you know, had but it. we all had it, didn't we? And we all practiced it, but that's what we did. And so, you know, and I've had the salon now for, well, next year will be 25 years. So I've seen the whole phase of, you know, getting that Japanese straightening because everyone wanted poker straight hair. And, you know, I would get all these ethnic girls that came from the suburbs that wanted that poker straight Asian hair. And that's what we did, right? Yeah. And, you know, and then you cut fast forward to today and then you've got, you know, it's all about embracing and health and well-being and, you know, feeding your hair nutrients and just letting, you know, having a good haircut, you know, which is what I love to do is cutting. I don't colour. You wouldn't want me to colour your hair, but I can give you a great haircut that you can you can wash and wear or you can blow it out once a week and it's going to work for you. You, you yeah. cite, you're citing texture as the most important yeah. determinant of the most suitable cut. So I'm going to yeah. jump in here. Texture is one of the things that really changes as we age. Yeah. You know, hair thinning, uh, yeah. not just, 
in the amount of hair that we have, but possibly in the yeah. texture of the hair. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. maybe the look that worked for you in your 20s, and maybe you yeah. could pull off curtain bags in your 20s, yeah. maybe in your 40s and your 50s and your 60s, yeah. you need to yeah. have a look, a re-look with a great hairdresser yeah. as to what your texture and your lifestyle yeah. is. Oh, 100%. And I think, you know, how I normally describe it is think of a leaf in in the autumn, right? So it's it's all the nutrients have been sucked out of that leaf, right? But when it comes to spring, summer, it's full of the nutrients and it's supple and, you know, it's got resilience and it's got elasticity to it. So what I mean, I you're think talking about- in the exact same way as we talk about skincare. Well, yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's how, I mean, I love beauty, whether it's hair or face, whatever. So, and I mean, I've, trust me, I've done a million beauty editors, you know, and I still do a million beauty editors to this day. So I, I, I guess you could say, I know that, that, that language, I guess you could say. And does menopause affect the skin, uh, the hair health and texture? Oh, 100%. You know, and that's where hair supplements come into it. You know, and I'm I'm pretty lucky that, that you, you, well, not lucky that, but I mean, every woman that sits in my chair knows her body quite well. And she knows what she needs to do. And, you know, I don't think there's one woman that, that really doesn't sit in my chair, that is not taking some form of, you know, whether it's a hair supplement. And what's that, what's a hair, in terms of well, ingestibles, what are some of the supplements that you you think that you were talking about ingredients that you think are worthwhile taking as ingestibles? As in as in ingredients? Yeah. Or, or brands? Ingredients, yeah. Um, well, Amiga is is exactly what you know fish oil is is exactly what i talk about all the time amiga is is kind of like the the holy grail if you will for keeping the hair plumped up because you know when you get older you need to keep each hair each hair strand needs to be plump that's the goal so whatever you can fill the cuticles up and you and i know what cuticles look like so think of you know um, scales of a fish. So when you're giving yourself, wh- whether it's a supplement, I mean, a supplement is all about, and I'm all about it. It's, uh, it's all about well-being and treating your body so beautifully and, and getting the maximum out of what you can get, you know, and then on top of that, then you've got, you know, your hair treatments. Do you opt for an oil treatment for shine? Do you opt for a protein treatment for strength? Do you opt for a hydrating treatment for moisture? What, what would right. you recommend well, with curly hair? Well, first and foremost, I always cut any kind of curly hair, wavy hair, dry. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So we ask the client to um, come in clean hair. I can look at it and I can see how it looks naturally because if they wear it also in those ringlets, for example, let's talk ringlets. If they wear it in ringlets, that's how, that's how they're going to wear it. They're not going to blow it out or anything like that because it's too hard for them. So then I never keep it one length 
and I'll always go, I'll, I'll start around the perimeter of the, of the hairline and I'll gauge how it's moving and see how it's sitting. And I take pieces out all different times. So I don't just, and the other thing is I never cut a straight line in this hair texture either because when you cut a straight line in this texture, it will it'll bounce up for a start and it'll bounce up to look solid. So this hair type, I always point cut into it so it sits really soft. I never use thinning scissors. I, I, just, I just don't use thinning scissors at all. Um, I tend to do everything with scissors. So when you cut, especially that hair type with scissors, you'll still get texture, but where a lot of hairdressers I find, I find not go wrong, but when a client says, I've got thick hair and I need it thinned out, a lot of hairdressers will go straight to the thinning scissors or they'll go to a razor. What about Asian hair, which is often very fine in its strand, but, yeah. but quite thick in its amount of hair in the head of yeah. hair? What are some great yeah. cuts to revitalising, rejuvenating, youthful? Yeah. I mean, can I tell you, I love cutting Asian hair and I have a big Asian clientele of women. And the mission for Asian hair is they want volume, but they also want movement. Right. Movement is a very, very big thing with Asian hair because it's always cut so solid that it just looks like a helmet. So any hairdresser that, that you know, encounters cutting Asian hair, the goal is, the end result, is to get movement in there so it doesn't sit solid. So I would tackle Asian hair very differently. Um, obviously, I, I like a clean baseline. So always take the length nice and blunt, but go through the interior and you know, add softness where it needs softening. I wouldn't cut the top layers too short because otherwise it's going to look a bit 80s, a bit also a bit punkish. But you want to maintain that you've got a nice solid baseline and you've got softness through the interior. And that's what's going to give Asian hair that softness because people with Asian hair want, they want the hair to move. You're right. don't you don't want, want to look to... like a cartoon character with, as you said, you know, just a, a helmet yeah. of glossy or yeah. you know, very straight hair. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah it's right. like a Lego man, you know. It's yeah, that you want Lego the solid. Yeah, you want the movement. And, you know, the other thing with, with Asian hair is if they want to really go to town on it, you know, it's nothing to put a bit of a bend in the hair, you know. And I'm talking about the slightest bend because, what, what I find with a lot of clients is they'll overcompensate and they'll they'll put like this curl in the hair that can look like they're going to a formal. Yes. You know, which I think is such Absolutely. a big Absolutely, a tight curl, yeah. A tight curl. It's just, and I, I think. And, it's you dated know, I think too. It, it instantly it's, it's makes so you older. It does. It does. It's just, you know, it's a bit like your hair where it just looks, you've just got that beautiful fullness in there. So it's about, you know, Asian hair. If you want to get that beautiful kind of 
flick to it or that little bit of air in there. It's about just getting, whether it's a flat iron and just putting just a bump in there or you've got a big fat tong, it's just about putting that bend in the mid lengths and leaving the ends. Like I never curl ends. I never put a wave in the ends because it looks dated. It's all about, for me, keeping the roots more flat and the mid lengths is what does the talking. So if you don't have that, you know, a horse mane like mine and yeah. you want to have long hair and yeah. you don't want it to look like, you know, uh, a, dr- a dribbly curtains, do you yeah. advocate hair extensions to give that fullness? Do you think that that adds that, you know, vitality, that rejuvenating look yeah. of youth? Yeah. Look, I don't I, I don't have a problem with with women getting extensions. But as long, the problem that I find in a lot of cases is, and I get it, hairdressers will put in more because they make more money. But my thing is put in less so they look, um, so it looks real. You know, so that's, and I worked in it, as soon as I finished my apprenticeship here in a, in in 92, I worked in a salon in London that invented the hair extension. So I'm I, I'm really particular. That's why still to this day, I think in 25 years I've had the salon, I've had two hair extension people in here and I just, I just didn't like their work because, and, you know, they didn't stay for long. But I just, I just find that a lot of hairdressers, unfortunately, will pack in so many hair pieces And I just don't think it looks tasteful. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, please share and rate this episode. I'd love that. Ageless by Rescue is brought to you by Rescue Me Academy, Reignite Your Relationship course. Love your relationship but miss the early days? You're not alone. This course will teach you how to identify your issues, stop the fighting, find what you need to be happy, re-spark intimacy and keep the lines of communication open. Join us at rescuemeacademy.com.au to learn more about the program and to download your first free lesson.